0: This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 56, and I'll be discussing one topic, which is going to be my review on Marvel's The Gifted. So, uh, I must say that so far, the first episode of The Gifted, was uh, the name of it was Exposed. And it started off with um, a mutant running away from police and as soon as the police catch up with her she uses her power which opens a portal um, which allows her to escape to the, the police pretty much so um, later on uh, they were three mutants one by the name of Lorna and one Who had a mutant power of tracking. And later on, super strength. Which I'm going to have to assume... Well, I'll get to those names later. And then there was another mutant by the name of Marcos. Who were uh, tracking the mutant who had escaped from the police. So, uh, and then, later on... There is... You know, it goes... You know, later on, um, the story goes on with the uh, the parents who have two children who are mutants, uh, one Lauren and the other one Andy. Um, the parents are coming, going to the school to confront the principal about the problems that Andy was having, which was bullying, which was bullying you know, he was being bullied, and the, um, Mr. Strucker, Andy and Lauren's father, were, uh, you know, he was very persistent and persuaded the principal or the vice principal to actually do something about it, or he was going to sue the school into oblivion. Very persuasive. You know, most You know, all it takes is a little persuasion, and next thing, you know, bam, principals are going to have to actually do something about it. And he did, he sure did make sure of it, too, though. So, I'll get to that part later. And after that scene ends, it shows, uh, Andy drawing a wolf or something like that. Uh, oh, and then, as soon as, uh... Yeah, as soon as, um, the three mutants track the other mutant who escaped from the police. Matter of fact, I'm just gonna get on to the, with who these mutants are. So, these mutants are, um, Lorna Dane as Polaris, played by Emma DeMont. And, uh, the other mutants... Um, trying to think. His name was yeah, uh, Marcos, and I cannot remember who plays Marcos. But um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't have that many names right now. But um, oh, the guy that was the guy the the mutant that was tracking. The other mutant, who escaped from the police, he went by the name of John. And I'm thinking, okay, he looks like he has a power of tracking. He has uh, superhuman strength. And then they call him John, which is pretty much John Proudstar. John Proudstar is known as Thunderbird. In the mainstream universe, uh, Thunderbird was part of the X-Men, and then he died later on. Uh, during the, in the line of battle, pretty much. But um, so you. Oh, and then you also have Jamie Chung, who is so fine. She plays Blink. Blink is Blink was the mutant that you seen in the X Men: Days of Future Past film. Because one, you know, her eyes, her the scar, the little I guess tattoo on her face, the mutant powers, scars, and the color of her hair. So all you know put all that together, and you got Blink, so, I, and then on top of that, when she opened the portal, I was like, oh, that has to be Blink, so, yeah, Blink was seen in Days of Future Past, but she's also known in the, in the, in the comics, she was, pretty much appeared in the X-Men, uh, Age of Apocalypse, or the, sorry, the Astonishing X-Men, Age of Apocalypse series, in the comics, back in the 90s, so, yeah, Blink has, well, I guess a role to play in this film, as well, uh trying to think Uh, uh oh yeah John Proudstar played by uh, played by um Blair Redford which I believe he's Native American And then you also have um what's that guy's name I'm trying to think I cannot remember who played Marcos Marcos is a mutant that I've pretty much never heard of Uh, but yeah, his power is, like, flashlight and, I guess, lasers or something like that. And if he's wounded, the wound glows up, or lights up. It's kind of weird, but, uh, yes. Oh, then you also have newcomers, who are, I guess, mutants. Uh, yeah, they're, sorry, they're mutants. Ain't no, I guess, they are mutants. Um, Lauren Strucker, played by Natalie Ellen Lynn. And then you also have uh, Percy hines Weitz, who plays Andy Strucker, who later on discovers his powers. Um, and then you got the parents, played by uh, Stephen Moyer, who plays Reed Strucker. And then you also have Amy Acker, who plays Kate Strucker, the mother. So, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so, okay, back to the part where the, when Blink is being found by Mutants Marcos, Lorna, and, of course, um, John Proudstar, also known as Thunderbird, the police eventually find him. You know, she teleported to her hideout or whatever. The three mutants find a hideout, they try to rescue her, and then the... The, um, police come, uh, they open fire, and, um, you know, they use their, Polaris and use her, use her powers, which is magnetism, same as Magneto, but that doesn't mean that, but Polaris and Magneto are not related, so, just wanted to let you know. But they just have the exact same mutant power, so, yeah, it's kind of weird, but hey, it's, that's how it is in the comics. But, yeah, um, also, you have, uh, uh, oh, yeah, so they eventually use their powers, and then they finally find a place to, finally find a back door to escape from. So then Marcos uses his power to distract the police, which he pretty much glowed the entire, I mean, he had, like, a little flashlight that was like a, it was a, let's just say the kind of power, the power he used was enough to, light up an entire football or baseball stadium, pretty much. Because that was pretty much, it was like a little flashbang or something like that. But yeah, um, also, he, uh, so they eventually get out and go through the back door. Then a cop goes around back and then shoots Marcos, wounding him. You know, shaman arm, pretty much. Polaris uses her powers and slams him against a dumpster. Then later on the uh cu- the police catch up using the back door and capture her and then they have but then the mutants, you know they have to you know leave her behind. So now you have now back to the scenes with Kate, Lauren, and of course, um Andy. So Andy, um I'm trying to think. Uh oh yeah, that's right. Uh Andy and oh, uh, Andy and um Yeah, Andy, Lorna and Kate, they're pretty much, you know, having a discussion at dinner. After that, um Kate gives Lorna curfew, which is 11:30. So cuz, you know, she was going to the dance. So and she, as she's texting on her way to her car, um, Andy's in the, you know, Andy's in the car, and, you know, he's trying to sneak out, because, you know, he doesn't get out much, I guess, or he doesn't have that kind of, you know, he felt like he was a baby cow in the farm or whatever, a veal, or something like that, so, so then, you know, she kind of, he sweeps. Uh, he I guess he, sweet talk, talks Lauren into taking him to the dance with her. They arrive at the dance, and Lauren finds him—you know—runs into her boyfriend or whatever, and uh, you know, he, like they're dancing, having fun, and then Andy is just sitting on the bleachers, and then he later on uh, runs into the bullies, the three bullies. Who were bullying him. So that's when they make their first appearance. They spot Andy. Andy tries to avoid them. But they eventually catch up to him. They uh, they take him. You know they take him to the locker room. Uh, Lauren notices that. And then of course they. Hold him down. And they throw him in the shower. So later on. Like. You know. Later on, Andy is so angry to the point to where he uses his mutant power for the very first time. Matter of fact, he discovered his mutant power for the first time. So that's what happens. Like, you know, when you're like, when you're at a certain age, like a kid or whatever or teenager, depending on your age or depending on, you know, sometimes like it just happens. It's like it's like a random sneeze, you know. Mutant powers, you don't know about it until, you until like, something happens. Like, if you're stressed or angry or whatever, you know, that's when the mutant power occurs. You know, that's when they discover their mutant power. So, yeah, it happens. It's very hard to explain. But, you know, they don't discover their mutant power until, like, a, at a certain age. Like, either junior high or high school or whatever. Or if you're, you know, like a, like a teenager. So, yeah, but, yeah, Andy... ...discovered his meat power for the first time. You know, the entire school was shaking. They thought it was an earthquake, but they weren't sure. So then the bullies are like, well, what's going on? So they look around, and then they know... ...and then, you know, um, Andy is so angry, he bends the showers. Like a little pretzel, pretty much. And then he used his power as, a, you know, as the entire locker room and the entire school is shaking... You know, he uses his powers, and um, he uses powers which I think it was telekinesis, I don't know. But he used it on the bullies, and the bullies were flying back, pretty much, into lockers. So when I saw that, I was like, ha ha, that's what y'all get. They underestimated Andy. They thought Andy was just some punk, but turns out that wasn't the case. There's a saying that uh, if you push a man too far, or if you push a man, woman, kid, You push them too far, sooner or later they start pushing back. And that's what Andy did, unintentionally, but, you know, because he uses powers accidentally. He just, it just happened. But yeah, those bullies had that coming. So then, it gotten so worse, to the point to where Andy couldn't control it. So then, um, everybody starts to evacuate the gym. Or, well, school, rather. So then, you know, the boyfriend was like, hey, Lauren, let's go, let's go. She's like, I gotta find Andy, you know. So then she goes into so then as you know, a big light is about to fall down on one of the students, she uses her powers and blocks it. So then the ceiling almost came crumbling, you know, collapsed the ceiling collapsed coming down and it was about to collapse on her, but then she used her power, blocked it. The two bullies come out with out of the locker room with, like, uh, minor injuries. I guess one had a scraped arm, and I guess the other one got his head busted open or something like that. His head was bleeding. You know, I guess he had a little cut on his head. I mean, he wasn't bleeding bad, but, you know, his head was busted open. Not very bad, but it was like a little scratch to where blood was, you know, tearing down from his forehead. So then she goes into the locker room, and Andy's still in anger, screaming. So then she's like, you know, Lauren's like, Andy, Andy. Then she finally got Andy to snap out of it. And then he was like, I'm so sorry, you know, because he, uh, you know, it was an accident. So then as they're walking out of the locker room, Andy looks at one of the main bullies. You know, he's still on the ground. He's looking at him. I couldn't, you know, look like he was afraid or something like that. But yeah, his, he had a cut on his forehead and blood was tearing down from his head. So... Yeah, but I just wanted to let you know, some a little bit of justice was served. Those bullies did had it, have it coming, and I'm pretty sure if they ever saw Andy on the street again, they wouldn't mess with him again, knowing full well what he's capable of. So, also another saying, don't underestimate anyone, period. So, yeah, I hope the bullies learned something from that, and you know I just want to let you know, those bullies did have it coming. So they got theirs, so that was good. Okay, but anyway, so then they eventually escape, they head home, and he was like, uh, you know, he was pretty upset, and, you know, Andy was pretty upset and shaken from the event, and he was like, hey, I didn't know, but, you know, so he blamed himself for ruining everyone's lives, you know, if he he felt like if he hadn't gone to that dance, you know they they wouldn't have been, you know, there wouldn't have been an incident, and they wouldn't be on the run right about right about now. But let's get to that later. Um. So yeah, it turns out that um, Kate. You know, is shocked to learn that her kids are mutants. So you know she then she later uh Lauren later revealed that she was a mutant and she and she used an event from 3 years ago as an example when um she was in a car and there was a drunk driver that almost hit them so then she used her um she used her mutant power to move the uh, incoming car so they were able to dodge you know they were able to avoid an incident due to um Lauren's mutant power so then you know Kate the whole time thought it was a miracle and she was like nope that was me so Lauren knew that she was a mutant the entire time because she discovered her powers three years ago or three years from the event you know that occurred in the gifted so um also uh I'm trying to think uh so, but yeah, also, um, the Sentinel, uh, the Sentinel unit, arrive at their doorstep, letting them know that, hey, we need your kids to come with me, you know, that type of thing. You know, she's like, uh, she, of course, she asks a few questions. She's like, well, we need to, you know, just for their protection, we need to take them or whatever. Or they need to come with us. I mean sorry. She's well he said that they needed to come with them, you know, just for the protection or whatever. So then the month, you know, Kate was like, No, that's not gonna happen. So then they uh forced their way in. And then you know, they knocked they knocked Kate down, they tried to get to the kids and the kids were like you know um Andy was like, get away from our mother. So then, you know, he he he's angry, he uses his powers again. And then, as soon, just when the, um, just when the uh, agents are about to put, the, you know, draw their weapons, Lauren uses her power and allows them to escape. So, um, uh, yeah, they eventually get away. You know, they use the car. They eventually get away. They go to a motel or a restaurant, and Kate calls. Uh, Kate calls Reed. Reed Strucker, the father, and you know he t- and she tells him about the events or whatever, and um, she, you know she's trying. Kate's trying to tell Reed that hey, our kids are mutants because he you know because Reed was a prosecutor, and you know he prosecuted mutants pretty much. So now. Realizing that his kids are mutants, he um does everything he can to protect his children and ain't well and um Kate does the same thing. You know, Kate and Reed are coming together to protect their kids from the Sentinel program. So then, you know, he you know, has so Reed asks questions and He's like Dag, you know, he realizes that the you know, after finding out that the Sentinel uh Sentinel unit came to their house, you know, he thought it was hey, you know, she meant police. She's like, No, the actual sentinel program. So, uh she was like, Okay, so then he realizes, Oh, this is way above our jurisdiction, so and then he's like, Hey, that has to be something we can do. He's like, Nope, there ain't nothing we can do. So um they eventually Reed eventually gets in touch with the three mutants. Um oh, by the way, they um was it um one of them was Marcos, also known as Eclipse, and he is played by Jason Teal, a British actor. So he he contacts um Marcos or Eclipse rather. He contacts him and lets in wants to you know meet up to, you know, set up a time and day to get his you know, get him and his family out of the country over the Mexican border. So he tells So then he's like, Okay, we're gonna meet at um at uh the Tex Saloon or Tex Diner or whatever. It's, so yeah, they meet up at the saloon, and Reed as Reed, as Reed is going into the uh, bar, the uh, text bar. Stan Lee comes out, makes you know does his little cameo. You know he always does cameos, but yeah, he did. So Stan Lee did do a cameo in this film. I mean in this uh, episode, as Reed was coming going into the into the bar, and Stan Lee's coming out. So. Everybody was like, Yeah, Stanley, you know. So then um he uses uh Marcos uses his power to get Reed's attention. So Reed was like, Okay, hey, I have information about Larna, because Larna was captured and held at a, in a facility. So, you know, um Marcos and John, also known as Thunderbird are trying to get, um, are trying to, they're trying to get her out. So he has information. He gave him a little bit of information. He regave Marcos a little bit of information in exchange for getting his family out. And he said that once he gets his family out, he'll give him all the information he needs. So then he's like, oh, so then Marcos says that, oh, I'm going to, um, he's like, I'm gonna get your family out, but you're staying behind so we can get Lorna out. So uh, Blink decides to help Lorna. I'm sorry, Blink decides to help John and Marcos get Lorna out because she felt like she, you know, she was the blame for Lorna being, Lorna being captured. So, um, also, uh, later on, um, uh, so, yeah, uh, later on, later on, um, Marcos later, um, meets up with the family. Only to realize later on that they're being followed. So Marcos thought that, you know, it was a trap. And turns out it wasn't a trap. um, The Sentinel units, eventually, um, you know, found them somehow. Um, I guess it was their phone or something. I don't know. So then the agents, you know, they completely surround them and tells them to please lay down put their hands on their, their head. So they was like, hey, you know. We had so then Reed was like, "Hey, we have rights. Um, we want a lawyer." He's like, uh-uh, no lawyer, no, no lawyer, no rights. Just do it, you know, do as I say, you know, lay down, put your hands on the ground, that type of thing." So uh, I believe. Um, oh wait a minute! I think Marcos uses powers to escape. So as they eventually run, and then the Sentinel unit or services rather um eventually use their sentinel spiders, which I think are different kind of sentinels, to capture them to, to uh you know capture the mutant fugitives and of course uh kate and kate and reed so but yeah, Kate and Reed are humans they're not mutants they just have kids the kids Andy and lauren are mutants so they um so they eventually as they're escaping, um, John and Blink eventually catch up with them. So uh, Lauren uses their powers to hold them off. But as uh, as they're running, Andy falls. Typical. Um, Andy falls. John picks him up, and then uh, a Sentinel Spider is pretty much. You know, pretty much uh, wraps his wraps himself around his arm. Marcos uses his laser, his power to uh, get uh, cut the uh, turn the um. Well, he uses power to get the sentinel to turn um, John loose. Pretty much, so um, they were able, you know, they were running, and then the sentinels eventually got theirs, you know. Got a got a location. locked them, and as, as the as the uh, Sentinel Services, not Sentinel's unit, Sentinel Services, are catching up, they see that the um, Sentinel spiders are going in the same direction. He's like, oh okay. He's like I guess they got you Guess they got a lock. So now we know their location. So Blink opens up a portal, or tries to open up a portal, and uh, Lauren uses her powers to. Uh, Hold them off, and then Marcos uses his power to hold them off. And then as Blink has a portal open, he, you know, the um, mutants are making their escape. And Andy stays and uses his powers and just pretty much tears all the sentinel spiders into pieces. So, um... Blink's like, hey, I can't hold this portal any longer. So, um, Andy gets, goes through and Reed is shot. not But not dead, wounded. So then, you know, they try to, you know, get him. But then uh, the portal closes. Blink goes through the portal and um, Reed is left behind. For now, anyway. But I'm guessing in the next episode they're going to rescue him at some point. So, but yeah, that's the review or, well, recap. Now, as far as the review goes, the storyline was excellent. I like how they did the little intro where Blink's running from the police and she eventually loses the, you know, escapes the police. So that part was good. Uh, The storyline was good. Um, The writing was good. I like the characters' personalities were good. And I like the Stanley Cameo, perfect timing. And I also like the, um, but yeah, that's right. I also like the special effects. I like the settings. I also like, um, the, uh, I mean, I like how they put everything together. So far, the, um, the first episode did not disappoint. I would not be surprised if, you know, the film had has gotten 10 million views or 20 million views. Viewers, rather. So, we'll see. But, you know, so far, Mondays, you know, it's good. I'm glad they have it on Mondays. Hopefully, they don't change it. And hopefully, in the, after the mid-season of Gotham, they'll move that to Mondays as well. So, um, but yeah... So, everything was excellent. I give it a, well, since nobody has gotten killed yet, I'm going to have to give it a 10 out of 10 for right now, 5 out of 5 stars, and I'll give it 100% for right now. But, as long as they keep doing good and keep writing the, um, keep making good scripts for each episode, then they'll, then you're probably looking at the perfect series pretty much and uh oh yeah um Brian Singer was an executive producer and he's also he was also the director of this first episode which explains why the first epic which is why the first episode made a, had a good entrance and flowed because when that, when Brian Singer directs something it's good pretty much period so but yeah, I think he should, you know, I think he should continue on directing X-Men films. And I also think he should continue on directing, um, The Gifted as well. Since he was directing the first episode. But, uh, yeah. So far, the movie was pretty, I mean, the so far the show is pretty good so far. So as long as they keep it up, they'll do good. But yeah, um, I, and also I like how they introduced, um... New characters like Eclipse, aka Mark, you know, well, Marcos, aka Eclipse, and also um, J- also introducing James Proudstar, known as Thunderbird, which he was. He made a cameo in the X Men animated series in the 90s, but he was also you know made appearance in, in comic books. But as far as a live appearance, this will be the first time because his brother Warpath. James, also, you know, also known as James Proudstar. James Proudstar, uh, yeah. His brother Warpath made an appearance in X Men: Days of Future Past. So, Warpath makes an appearance in um, X Men: Days of Future Past, while Thunderbird makes an appearance makes an appearance in The Gifted. So, I guess so. Far, I guess it's working well. I'm looking forward to seeing how many you know more mutants being introduced later on in the season. So, but yeah, that concludes this topic. Um, Feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, the Google Play Music app, YouTube.